0: Do, 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 I suppose <laughs> we're gonna go on a boat in the w- w- Willamette River yeah at nine we have to board at nine uh, for the cinnamon bear Christmas cruise on a boat <laughs> down the uh, down the river tell me what happens
1: in a Christmas cruise
0: well it's a boat that's always kind of going... Up and down the river, but they have, uh, they particularly celebrate a book called The Cinnamon Bear. It was a radio program, I think we've talked about before, from the 20s or 30s that was broadcast nightly from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Uh huh. Um, and then um, most in the country it wasn't after the 40s or so. But for some curious reason in Portland it is still broadcast every year, although everybody who participated in it has surely gone on to their
1: reward. So it's just a it was recorded once. It's a it's an it's a story, an episodic story. An episodic story
0: of a uh Jimmy and Billy or Benny and the Jets or a couple of kids. What are their names? Jimmy. There you found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it. And here's the cinnamon bear. <laughs> I'm the cin- he's the cinnamon I'm the cinnamon bear with a something nose. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose okay, <laughs> I think the
1: so, okay. <gasps> so on the cruise you're on a boat is the is the bear there?
0: Uh, there's a bear. Um, the people in in little costumes, right? So we've got the princess and who tells us has a story time Mm -hmm. and up on the top deck, um, is, uh, the crazy quilt dragon.
1: Sure. Who
0: is both, um, he's both the villain and a sidekick. You might be familiar with that kind of figure from your video games. Get <laughs> okay, sure, like sure. an NPC who kind of uh, comes along and is helpful. It may be crucial, but in the end, turns out to be the um, the puppet master.
1: Right? <laughs> is, are you referring to a specific game? I don't think this. Uh, is, I think you're talking about your life, Ed. Uh, shoot. You think you have a controlling D, sidekick,
0: or um, <laughs> uh, the man who was Thursday.
1: Right. Oh, okay. That's good. there. There we go.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no. That's. Uh, I remember some Neverwinter Nights module in which your your sort of comic sidekick turns out to be the enemy you've been journeying to fight all along.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that's a trope that's uh, reappeared from from time to time. Uh, Don Quixote. So the final the final showdown
0: the bo- the boss the and, boss level of uh Don Quixote yeah. I think it happens in a windmill
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: haven't finished it you know i uh you know meaning <laughs> to get around to it for 500 years uh, so the crazy quill dragon um uh, is trying to uh, get the same thing that our heroes are trying to get, which is the the star that goes on top of the Christmas tree. Right. Which uh, Jimmy and Jesse, Billy, <laughs> two kids, they, they, they've gone up in the attic to get the star to decorate their tree, and it's not it's not there. But they do find a very small bear ornament that begins talking, and then he takes them into his world. Which is called something. And
1: shrinks mm-hmm.
0: them down. Shrinks them down, and they journey to get the, the star. Sure. And they have they uh, meet the crazy quilt dragon along the way. They tickle him. They tickle him. Yeah, but he falls into the root beer ocean. He falls into the root beer ocean. <laughs> when the pelicans gulps the star up, and, and he falls down. Pelican gulps the star up, and he falls down. Sure. Sure and uh, it goes on there's some uh, there's some parts that that uh, i think some of its its decline in popularity is that there's like in like in uh, little nemo and slumberland which it resembles um, there are some unfortunate uh, episodes that involve uh, savages and um, racial stereotypes sure sure they, sure there are that I mean, are not part of the broadcast when you hear it anymore,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or part of the children's
1: book. Oh, so or they the they were all in there, but they have been uh, they've been deleted. <laughs> they've been removed from the story. <laughs> but I think sure. that, uh, um, you know,
0: what are you can about? you really remove them from the story? There's, I wonder if these uh,
1: YouTube. Um, I'm trying to figure
0: out why people don't listen to it so much anymore.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if these YouTube uh, videos, these YouTube uh, recordings, have the have the racism on them. Maybe they do. If it's on YouTube, they probably do. <laughs> yeah. And if, and if, if it's there's uploaded not... uploaded by Pepe the Frog. <laughs> it's been added to the comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but it's a, I don't know, it's a charming radio program, if you, when that was taken out. Sure. Uh, and uh, so we go on the cruise.
1: Well, good luck.
0: Uh, There'll the, be a good spread of pastries and fruits. Mm -hmm. And hot, hotted chocolates and peppermint canes, and uh, it doesn't take very long. It's fun to be out on the river, like Huck and Jim. So this is
1: how? How many times have you done this before?
0: We've done it just once. We did it two years ago. um, Skipped last year, and Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's a a continuing tradition. I think we'll do it this year, and that'll be
1: it. Has your family managed to avoid the? Uh, empty horrors of the elf on the shelf. I'm I'm almost entirely unfamiliar okay, with D- the elf on the shelf. Oh you shouldn't have said it in front of him. It's it's basically a, a a marketing scheme uh based on a really dumb book that is now uh an a, a canonical part of Christmas. The elf has a video camera in its belly. <laughs> sure.
0: And it spies on the children? That Maybe. Like, I actually don't know. I actually haven't read the book, so. I think that's what it is. Is it really? I think the elf on the shelf watches the kids all year to see if they've been naughty or nice. I think that's the, 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 the means through which Santa knows whether they're naughty or nice in a story, not in real life. Uh-huh. In real life, Santa just knows whether you've been naughty or nice.
1: Uh, just knowing. Keeps a list. I don't see how keeping a list is a really good uh, monitoring uh, technique, but... It's good enough for Stalin, John.
0: <laughs> good enough for Stalin, good enough for Santa. Uh,
1: um, so, uh, uh, so I got to ask you about something. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Um, you... Uh, so, you you very vocally and aggressively absented yourself from all social media some time ago yeah now i'm back on instagram and then just a few days ago you okay. reappear on instagram not not merely uh you know and you didn't just slip casually in you posted a series of um really close-up selfies uh, of your uh, mustache and goatee which are they still there? I can't. You're too tiny. It's not a
0: goatee. There's 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 the, there's the, there's a, a little bit of a mustache. I'm going to give a week. Yeah, and, uh, and a little bit uh, under the. It's sort of connected to the mustache, below the lower lip, but not reaching the chin.
1: Sure, that's a <laughs> that's a tight
0: description. Yeah, which are the the parts of the face that I least like shaving?
1: Yeah, me too. Me it's too. Most
0: sensitive, right?
1: Yeah, my I have a I have a. Um, Embarrassingly sensitive neck as well. I often have a neck blood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, I find that logistically challenging, the that area of the face. Yeah, that's bad around uh, vampires.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Neck blood. It's really uh yeah, you're you're trying sh- to keep the vampires at bay. You go to the department holiday party and um yeah. Professor Vampire turns out to be there and it's just eyeing you across the room and you just but you know, you go out to your coat, you get your scarf, and you put it back. He's the on. chair of Victorian studies. Doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, don't they? <laughs> don't they, though? Yeah. Don't they all? Sidles up to you saying, Why are you wearing a scarf? Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. you cold?
0: Yes. I would like to continue our discussion of Swinburne. <laughs> Swinburne? In a darker recess of this <laughs> castle. All the faculty parties are held in his castle. <laughs>
1: Obviously It's the nicest uh, Nicest building in town Why not have the Christmas party there Since the cutbacks You know (laughs) We actually have A nice dean now That's the exciting thing From my work life Who's letting us Hire some people So
0: That's good That's good Yeah Um, Although since you're Not the chair You don't have to
1: I don't have to Have anything to do With it no Do a lot of paperwork I,
0: uh, yeah, so I'm back on the Instagram, uh, because I was, uh, uh, there was just this whole constellation of just kind of things that were getting me down, and, uh, I was feeling kind of isolated and blue, um, Mercury and retrograde type stuff. Yeah. Like nothing is working. Yeah. You know, like everything's breaking down.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. but that's over. And so I've got a little mustache.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm reconnecting with some people um, from long distance through the uh, Instagram. Instagram—that's what Instagram is for. It's to see the faces of your friends. Uh,
0: the world of Instagram has nothing to do with the world of uh, um, the world of Twitter.
1: Yeah, they're very different.
0: Or, or the news, or anything. Yeah, yeah. You can follow like a, they're, they're, they're completely different religions. Yes. Right. Instagram is this sort of uh, uh, pagan celebration of joy. <laughs> Twitter is a very Calvinist, um, um, the sin-based platform. It's just about sin and punishment. I don't even remember what Facebook it's is. It's the Elf Plus, on the show It's just kind of Presbyterian, yeah. Facebook is bad. Yeah. Um, Facebook is just sort of loosely Christian.
1: As long as we're talking about... Um Systems of belief, I found yes. something yesterday that I thought would be of interest to you. I've continued to do my uh, occasional volunteer job as the truck driver, the furniture truck driver.
0: <laughs> I, I thought that maybe writing that story would have
1: exhausted your <laughs> –
0: you <laughs> no, have run out.
1: No, I mean it is exhausting, but it's um, – I was saying to Stephanie yesterday, the, the, I always dread it and I – afterward, I'm always glad I did it. Because you, it's, you know in, interacting with people I wouldn't otherwise have done. Yesterday, among other things, we went to pick up some furniture and realized it's my, my old neighbors, um, and uh, ended up catching up with them for a moment about their. We are children of the same age, so old neighbors from a, out in the country, or your old neighbors from 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 where, a, you live from where we live. across from the school. They were they were on, they are like the us of the other side of the school. So they're like a block and a half away across the school. Um, mm. so uh really that was that was a nice pleasurable encounter so um uh i was the, the people the last people who had i guess what happened is we we lost our uh storage space someone mm. someone was giving us free storage space, and then the storage locker got sold to someone else who didn't want to donate it anymore so now everything is stored in the truck, so the truck is always full. Um, Which just stored in the truck, yeah, all the furniture is stored in the truck, and they uh, you
0: try to go you try to get kind of one in one out
1: right yeah, so it, you try to give away a lot of the stuff you're picking up on the same day um and so the as a result, the truck is kind of chaotic, like people are in a hurry and they just sort of fling things in there, and sometimes those things are giant bed frames that are like teetering in a giant pile on top of a bunch of dressers and and sofas and so on so the there was a moment where uh um, there was a lady who was taking a couple of beds, but didn't know how to put them together. So the uh, my assistants this time were a bunch were basically all the freshmen on the Ithaca College lacrosse team, and they uh, <laughs> just just strapping young men. And they mm-hmm. they went in and they put the beds together for this lady. And I, while well, I stayed in the truck and I uh, rearranged the truck, I organized the truck f- for myself mm-hmm. and for the next the next yeah. crew. And uh, while I was of rearranging some uh, dressers, one of the drawers fell out of one of them, and inside was this this uh, typewritten piece of cardstock. It's like half a half of a uh, piece of eight and a half by eleven inch. It's like a stock. summary
0: a summary of the New York
1: Times. <laughs> so, well, no, it's sort of sort of a meeting agenda. I think it's notes. Someone is giving a talk to their okay. to their group. Of some kind no. and they have meticulously typed up with n- with no typographical errors uh, notes for this uh, talk they're going to give uh, and I'm going to read you the beginning of it I find it very touching title the New Times purpose one to present a positive vision of the future a world that has chosen to disarm two to encourage the audience to do its own envisioning subject one. All changes depicted in articles are underway to some degree today. Examples A, the description of the solar city at Ashkabod is from an article in Soviet Life about an actual project. B, an in-depth study of the, conversation, of the conversion of Lockheed has been made. C, backyard fish farming has been researched by the new Alchemy Institute in Woods Hole, Mass., since the early 70s. D, summer 1982, activists from four co- countries set up Peace Brigades International, etc. And then finally, G... The Nelsons are as depicted. And
0: These don't seem very connected.
1: No, they don't, do they? Um, it's there's a suggestion of different activities. They there's a bit it's where alchemy. Uh, someone Alchemists. uh I think it's I think it's peace activists with a little a little new age uh seasoning on it. Don't let the images in this chart box, uh, in this chart box, people in or limit them. You may want to allow individuals to imagine the year nineteen ninety seven before Ooh. sharing this chart. Try I mean, to imagine nineteen ninety seven. This is uh, hard to do. <laughs> imagine which pavement album will come out that year. Ooh. So. Vanilla Coke. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to keep this for a few weeks on the bulletin board, and then the next time I yeah. volunteer, I'm going to put it into a new dresser. Uh, do you think it was a, a manual or an electric typewriter? Electric. It's, a, it's an it IBM Selectric. Auto, uh No, I just think it's really meticulously done. Um, and uh, I would say this is probably like 1985. Is probably when this was typed up, uh, but it made me a little a little sad for the for for the recent past. Well, I guess the eighties aren't recent anymore. The eighties are no longer recent. No, I think. no.
0: it's feeling very eighties. Do you Doesn't think so? Feel kind of eighties. This feels more like the eighties than any time since the eighties to me. This is because the, of the prominence the bland, of Donald oh, The Trump. bland malaise, sort of the the bland. Um, sort of you can't win uh feeling it was sort of like the you can't win against Reagan slash um, cocaine. impending nuclear nuclear attack. Yeah. Yeah. To Trump, the Trump Trump the 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 Trump feeling uh that you sort of wake up with an awareness of and you go to sleep with an awareness of and it's always sort of low level in your thoughts. This threat of and worry about what's going to happen reminds me a bit of the the constant low level um, awareness of uh, nu- the possibility of nuclear war. Sure, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. I'll buy that. Yeah, which, which the, the anxiety about was never interesting. You know,
1: I feel like the anxiety has shifted a little bit, though. That because we've gone from. Uh, we 've gone from hopelessness to a sense that the all the wrongs are finally being exposed, and the yeah. you know the the special prosecutor 's report seems nigh and now the 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 fear for me is shifting from what disasters will Trump create to what if no one what if it all comes out and no one cares and nothing 's done and uh, this is just the way things are now forever and. Yeah. No one is held to account for anything bad they do, as long as someone is making money off it. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's probably that's probably the situation. On that note, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, oh, we've not spoken since Thanksgiving. The nope. Thanksgiving nope. was
0: good. Um, we went to the in-laws and had uh, the usual feast. It was very good. Oh, good. Brother-in-law made uh, smoked a turkey. We made some mild contributions. There were some good rolls and a lot of
1: pie. That sounds great.
0: We went to the beach. Um, it, all went, it all went by so fast, as
1: the turtle says. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, about, it was about the same. We didn't go to the beach, but uh, it was the t- typical family Thanksgiving. It was without uh, my older son, Owen, who... Right. Um, didn't want to spend a few days uh, traveling uh, with family, and instead decided to make a little overtime at the uh, supermarket deli where he works. And had a very mellow shift on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. slicing meat for those who are <laughs> for those who buy deli meats on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
0: Time and a half is good.
1: Yeah, holiday pay is nice. Yeah. Um, so it's you know the the time that's being in a half is not exactly super lucrative, but uh, but he's pleased yeah, you put another half on top of it. It looks a little better. Yeah, sort of like uh, sort of like a little whipped cream on your pumpkin pie.
0: There we go. I finished up my teaching semester, which was surprisingly busy. Oh, do I tell. ended up with four classes and an online class and a community class. Oh, so six different classes, good God, four different places. Yeah, I ended up take I took over somebody uh, classes for somebody who got sick about yeah. midway through the semester. So added to all that. Interestingly, um, I didn't. Uh, I still have yet to be paid for that work. Oh, that is interesting. There was some sort of bureaucratic complication,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, I have yet to see a dime for about. 50 hours of teaching.
1: Boy, which, that's, uh... which
0: did, I have to say, affected my teaching.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll sure. be honest.
0: Sure. I didn't go the extra mile those last few weeks because I didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear it. I mean, yeah, it's what, a bummer. what form and did you And it's your... been rectified, and in the end, I'll get a, a nice big check. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be as though I saved a bunch of money. Um, but. Uh, um, it just uh, reminded me that the uh, um, that the whole education system is is corrupt and uh, um, fraudulent and um, exploitative and should just simply be abolished. Wow! With a, with a series of um, calisthenics and <laughs> poetry readings, building fence. Checking fences in the morning, making stone walls, and some calisthenics, right? Digging holes, and then, uh, and then uh, everybody sits around, eats grapes, and
1: reads poems. One kid digs a hole for free. Line of kids, kids in a circle. They're each digging a hole. Each puts the puts the dirt over to the left, and then the yep. next kid comes along, and they they f- use the dirt from their hole to fill yep. in the. The other Just the like next kid's hole
0: we've been reading uh, um here domestically uh, the phantom toll booth, sure, which is which are, you're pretty much describing the uh, <laughs> sorts of activities that, yeah. that the kid has is asked
1: to do, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's you know keep him keep him busy, get the blood pumping that's i right. am I'm feeling as though uh, the past year of my life, which has been relatively tranquil. Yes. I have had more problems with bureaucracy in the past year than any year of my entire life. And part of it may be just I'm, you know, for instance I'm paying for uh, Toby's uh, college now. Mm-hmm. So So that's a lot of. uh, So there's, you know, then he has to, he applies for various kinds of aid and then he has to, there are all these aid packages. He has to fill out forms in order to accept them and fill out surveys. And if he doesn't do it, then the money gets taken out and I have to call to say, why was the (laughs) money taken away? And he's like, oh, he has to go do this thing. And then he goes and clicks one box on the internet and it comes back. And then three weeks later, it goes away again. So that was just something that wasn't in my life recently. So that, yeah, uh, some of it is specific to me. Yeah. But, the absurdity of what uh, Toby, or who is now going by his real first name, Oliver, and right, I keep Oliver. That, that Oliver uh, and his mother and I have been put through, like we're, we're, we're people with stable lives and jobs. I mean, imagine if you don't even have the internet at home trying to yeah. go through this, like yeah. the idea yeah. that, that someone as well resourced as me I, I have a feeling it's cost us thousands of dollars. I think there's stuff we could have done to get more aid for Oliver that just the bureaucracy was too complicated to figure it out. And now the semester is over and we're about to be charged for next semester. And I've mm-hmm. just gone ahead and paid for it because I just, I've just i given up. You can't, yeah. you, know? you, can't, you can't click any more boxes. Or like trying to cancel. You can't a ma- type your social security number any more times. Trying to cancel a, um, it, well, it's, I can't even find the place to type it in. Let alone, yeah. you know, be find it dreadful to do so. Um, you know, trying to cancel a magazine subscription it has become a, a it take, now takes three hours. Yeah, uh, only David Copperfield.
0: <laughs> you cancel a magazine subscription.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. Um, uh, I had a thing where I uh, I sold a video game console which was a mistake on eBay because I think it's the most popular item and thus it's it's all fraud but uh, I, I bought someone bought it I shipped it to them they said the video doesn't work and I said really it was working when I left and so they so PayPal immediately froze my money um, and then they sent the console back and it was indeed broken but it was uh, it was also not my console they had they had a broken one they bought one on eBay they took they got the they got the working one from me and they sent back yeah a bro their broken one so then they can for a refund the, which they can't
0: prove you can't prove and they nope and, and I had, they, uh, <laughs> they're gonna resell that one
1: it's pretty good yeah and I actually there was a moment where I had I was I wanted to uh I, I knew that I had taken a picture of the serial number of my console because um I was I wanted needed to do a customer service call or something about something. And uh I that that photo I couldn't find it. I think I was I think I deleted it. Yeah. And then I spent all this time on the phone with Sony because I figured maybe they had a record of it cuz I cuz I bought some games on it. Surely they have those records, and they could oh, tell they me do. what the serial number was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they wouldn't, they couldn't give it to me. And then yeah. I just didn't believe them. I thought if I get the right person, I bet yeah. they'll give it to me. And then I, so I called them again and talked to a different yeah. person and had the same mm-hmm. results. And then be more indignant the second time. That sometimes helps. I wasn't indignant at all. That was maybe part of my problem. Got
0: to be more in indignant. It. You got about twenty percent more in indignation. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I don't know, and then there were a bunch of other little things, just you know, just like trying to pay bills or trying to you pay a bill and it doesn't go through somehow, and yep. you send somebody a check and they don't cash it, or it's it just yeah. I, I I feel like it, everything that used to be even even like getting a parking ticket, the, so the this is boring. I just I just find it a little bit fascinating because these things, <laughs> these little these little things that used to be mild annoyances in life. But yeah. that could be dispatched so we're reliable. quickly, reliable exactly. Reliable and now analysis. I don't. There's nothing that I do now that I feel is permanent in the world. In the out in the world of bureaucracy, everything feels like it can be retracted at any moment, or that it can be declared to have been done wrong, and yeah. and undone. Um, and it's, it's it's like object permanence is disappearing. And you tell me, is this just you know? Am I just because I think I'm the center of the universe? is it is it just my own Uh, this the happenstance of my own life right now, where this is happening, or is bureaucracy crumbling? Bureaucracy is crumbling. Um, I've been trying to get uh, a couple hundred dollars from
0: uh, uh, American Airlines that they said they owed me for Mm -hmm. some lost luggage and stuff for about nine months since Tampa, and uh, um, you know I'll get an assurance that it's coming, and then something else, and this and that. This is a large company. Um, Uh. But also, I have a number of students who are on some form of the GI Bill or, you know, through, through uh, their veteran status is mm-hmm. paying for their community college. And they, um, the, they didn't get paid. Oh, my God. They didn't get paid. college didn't get paid. They had a couple of them dropped out. You know, a couple of them were doing really well, and they kept going, but their kind of spirits were broken. Um, and nobody seemed to care. I mean, this there was it, was it was it was in the paper, but there's no outrage, no, no clamoring. You know, uh, it's just sort of given that, that. Okay, the system broke down. No people are responsible. Surely, it's got to just be, uh, um, uh, you know, just one of those things. It's like the weather. Bureaucracy is now like the weather. And this is this should have been the story of the year. This is this is. Well, you know, there's a lot of stories of the year, but there's a lot of bullshit that doesn't get, you know, that's amped up. And this thing, which was clearly a horrible mistake, avoidable, um, no one seemed to care about. Yeah. You know, thousands of veterans trying to get on their feet. Um, And uh, the VA just didn't send out the checks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't send them out. Who's running the VA right now?
0: Some racist. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know if you can trace the his, you know, racial attitudes directly to the Czech system. But it does show something about priorities. Yeah. Yeah. So things are falling but things are coming back. Back on Instagram. Yeah. Going a little mustache.
1: <laughs> a little mustache? Oh, Growing uh, uh, a Little Mustache. I thought <laughs> mustache? I thought it was it sounded like a another Christmas new a new hip breakfast place in Portland. Yeah, well, it is both. <laughs> yeah. Going to Little Mustache. Little
0: Mustache. I'm sure there's a little um food cart called Little Mustache. Mhm. That serves um only egg whites in various forms. <laughs> yeah, well, it's vegan. I had uh, had some friends over um <laughs> And some of them are <laughs> vegans and one of them had a potato allergy. <laughs> yeah. And so I went to the uh uh food fight, which is our vegan grocery. Yeah. Um and their their bakery, uh sweet pea, which I, I recommend. Oh. Good. Both of these places. Because everything I got from there was absolutely delicious.
1: It's it, i I can't decide if it's hard to do good vegan baked goods or uh just people don't don't bother <laughs> to oh, be good oh, at my it. God.
0: I much I vastly prefer the the baked goods from Sweet Pea wow. uh, vegan bakery to to these, you know, meat-filled pastries everywhere else or whatever is in them. So there's no 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 egg, no dairy in them. Right. Right. So whatever is in
1: them is all right with me. <laughs> it's whatever me, the it's replacement people. is.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going. I'm trying to go to their website, but uh, it's it's taking its sweet old time. Also, loading. no potato starch. Yeah, no. So, is uh, um, are people who eschew meat and dairy also often sensitive to potato starch? I hadn't. I no, didn't... I don't think. I don't think there's a relationship, except, except that maybe because
0: of her, f- you know, food sensitivity made her more alert to uh, food issues generally. Oh. Uh, it might be easier for her to be vegan because of her, uh, except for things related to potatoes. Right. Or maybe it's more difficult. I don't. I don't know the the, the, the connection. Um, but the, the the all vegan grocery store is is a hoot. Great, uh, because you can get pretty much anything you want. So they've figured out how to substitute almost everything. <laughs> you want? You got an hankering for bacon? You can, get, you can get something that's that's bacon or better there. Um, you want some sort of bacon flavored cheese? They had three or four <laughs> varieties of bacon flavored cheese like stuff that was had All no right. bacon in it and was not cheese. You know, it's like cashew. You can sort of, I guess, make uh, 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 you know good cheese replacements out of you know cashews and, and nuts.
1: Yeah, um, my a uh, friend of mine uh, runs a company called Punk Rock Labs R A W K Punk Rock Labs uh, in Minneapolis. Um, and it's she does nut milk cheeses, yeah, and they're spectacularly good. Yeah, they're, these were really good. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll link to her site. She they're just terrific. Yeah. Um. So that was that was that was good. Is the cinnamon bear uh, vegan?
0: Um, I don't remember the cinna bear, cinnamon bear eating anything. Like like a lot of adventure stories, they don't ever seem to take time to eat or poop. Yeah,
1: you know. Um, uh, well, those things can be adventures in and of themselves. They'd be a distraction from the from the yeah. plot.
0: Might be a feast. We've been listening to the Hobbit as well, Phantom Tollbooth and the Hobbit
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, audio book of the Hobbit.
1: How's the Hobbit holding up? Solid. Yeah.
0: Solid. Mm-hmm. Just read the, uh, the the part with the uh, they go. They have their, they get to have a nice feast at, uh, Bjorn's cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bjorn is a, uh, uh, he's not a vegan, but he only eats, uh, he just eats cream and honey. guess oh, those are both. I don't know if honey's considered an animal product. I don't know if they eat honey.
1: I think, I think, I don't think vegans eat honey.
0: I don't think they eat honey. Let's,
1: let's Google it. <laughs> but, uh, he, he, uh, He's
0: attended to by um, sheep and horses and dogs who uh, make all the beds for the little dwarves, and they bring their bring their meals. Um, st- uh, the dogs stand up and carry things on their on their forelegs. F O R E, F O R E legs. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do they? Okay. Sure. Yeah.
1: I'm, try- I'm having like, trouble Like a monster
0: it. dog I imagine Much like a monster dog
1: <laughs> Like they're holding Holding a tray On their outstretched paws While they walk On their hind legs Right Okay Yeah
0: You can picture it And it gives you A little frisson To picture it Sure it does yeah. I'm getting getting excited For sure Because you might think Like in my case I have to imagine My own dog doing it <laughs> And that's just adorable
1: Yeah <laughs> um, yeah, Hobbit holds up. You know. Good, good. So I uh, w- uh, went through with the planned uh, salon de bleep. Ah, uh, may we? Yeah. Uh, so far, they have not accepted that as its true name, but um, they should give them time. Yeah, wear them down. Uh, but uh, uh, but it was great. It, <laughs> we we rented a a conference room at a at a business park. I guess there used to be this this uh, some kind of manufacturing company out across the street from Ithaca College, just outside of town, and uh, that company is gone. And now it has been bought up by a local uh, developer, entrepreneur, perhaps. And this person is divvying it up and renting out bits of it. Uh, some there's in the basement. There's a bunch of artist studios, and there may eventually be a theater down there. But um, it was just like a conference room with conference tables and a drop ceiling and uh, a whiteboard, uh, and we set up tables in a in a circle, and each of us played our electronic music set for ten minutes, and then we we would give a little talk on what we did and how we after did it, it after doing it. After doing it, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all of them all of them were recorded through the mixing mm-hmm. board. And uh, then we were all sent the recordings by Tom, the guy with the mixing board. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sort of wish that we were not all middle-aged white men, uh, but that could change. Um, But it was fun, Mm -hmm. and the music was actually quite good. It wasn't just. I think uh, you call it salon de
0: bloop. You might attract a a wider, wider range of
1: participants. Are we talking bleep or bloop? Uh, oh, bloop, bloop. I think.
0: <laughs> okay. Did you say
1: bleep? I think I said bleep. You might. I think bloop is better though. Solander bloop. 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 You
0: can spell B L P.
1: You're. I'm hearing an umlaut there. Be careful.
0: Bloop. Bloop. Solander <laughs> bloop. Bloop. Blap.
1: Yeah, I I kind Pe- like of like that. Speaking of umlauts.
0: Yeah. Oh, I had, a, I had a book recommendation. Yeah, let's Go. hear it. It has to do with umlauts, but uh, I want to hear more about the uh, your. What did you? What was your contribution to the salon?
1: Umlaut.
0: I played uh, I, umlaut. I, so it's a kind of uh, vowel sound.
1: Ooh. It's like a look like, like a colon that takes a little nap on an O. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I uh, I I have I, my whole. I tend to I tend to accumulate uh, music gear and. I wanted to keep I wanted to keep this um uh the, my electronic music uh sort of rig tight. I wanted to keep it small and portable. So I mm-hmm. built a tray. Yeah uh, uh that's like I don't know, like twenty by thirty inches. And I built a little um lip around the sides of it and I put like uh amplifier tolex on it so it's a like a it's a, it's, a, it's a craft object. Mm-hmm. and
0: Is there a little train that goes around it? <laughs>
1: you, should, you should make a little train. Yes, I should. I should. Well, one of the problems that we were trying to address was the boringness of watching people play electronic mm-hmm. music and trying not to be so boring. A little train. Um, a little train would be great, actually. Mm-hmm. So especially this time of year, it would be very festive. <laughs> so my goal was to make sure that I only had equipment that fit on this tray. Um, and I have, as you can imagine, packed every inch of it with stuff and wires leading everywhere. And uh, um, so I I try to incorporate all this. And I've never done this by myself. I've only ever played with my friend. So I've uh, um, uh, managed to put it together a 10-minute set that used all my stuff in a way that I thought was kind of interesting. And then I told everybody about it. Um, it was but it wasn't just uh it wasn't just noodley wankery. It was it, it, every, everyone actually played music and I really liked what they did. So, mm-hmm. But about the umlaut.
0: Um, so I'm reading this book, uh, Anniversaries by Uwe Johnson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know about this guy? No. German, Novelist. He he's been dead. What's it called again? Uh, uh, Anniversaries. There's probably something else. of Deutsch. Uh, published in the sixties.
1: Sixty-seven. It looks like
0: sixty-seven. And I, the copy I have is uh, the library copy um, from Portland State. Of that edition, or, or the the first English translation of it, uh, but there's a new translation, um, and it's been recently republished by uh, NYRB. NYRB, and yeah. it's a two two volume set, um, and it's it's like a year in the life of this this uh, mother and daughter in uh, New York German um, immigrants, um, and every chapter is a month. Mm-hmm. In the year, and some of it is kind of quotidian. What's you know, kind of what's going on in the news in the present, and and some of it is how shitty uh, the war was, um, and the immediate you know post-war time in you know with East Germany, Pomerania, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know it's also from the kid's point of view, you know, broadcasting into the future. Not narratively into the future, but you know the 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 uh, uh, the third part is that there will be a future of some sort, right? You know? right. So uh, both both bleak and hopeful, um, and and every day kind of reads a little bit a little bit like a diary, um, a little bit like Knowsgard or something, but not quite as uh, with a little a little more principle of selection. Okay, um, um, it's fantastic. And then I, I've, I've picked up his other books that are in that have been translated. Uh, the, the main the main thing he seemed to have been known for before this was speculations about Jacob, um, which I don't know if it's in print or not. It was like a 1963 Grove Press um, with odd odd style. I don't know how much of that is choice of the translator or something, but it seems um, uh, you know. Uh, uh, really, really um, um, surprising, surprising yeah. um, fiction uh, from somebody who's been around. I think if you were, I think if I'd been a better German student, I was aware of and maybe, in fact, did read in German class in college, <laughs> I just don't remember. Um, but uh, um really recommend Uwe Johnson. Great. I got a few recommendations, too. And Oscar yeah. just... Uh, Drew this. Oh, dear. What is it? What is it, Oscar? Is it a ship? No, it's
1: like one of the things that you ride.
0: It looks oh, you like ride a... It? It's like a, like a it rocking horse? looks like an anteater ant millipede. An anteater millipede, kind of. Kind of as an anteater knows. Uh, Oscar and I are starting a podcast. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Water Adventures. <laughs> Water Adventures. <laughs> we want friends to send us... us, us Stories of water adventures, and then okay. we will dramatize them. <laughs> okay. You can, you can send your stories of water adventures to wateradventurespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> wateradventurespodcast, one word, <laughs> you could, at gmail.com. You got to go the quick. Song, how does the theme song Make go? that email address, Ed. Yeah. Oh, it's made. Really? If you, have, if, any of our, if you or any of our friends who are listening want, <laughs> have ideas of water adventures, that they would like to hear me and Oscar dramatize, they can send them, send a little synopsis to Water Adventures Podcast. Just one or two sentences describing a water adventure. Sure. Yeah, we'll fill in the rest. Okay, and great. And the theme song goes, how does the theme song go? Water adventures, There's water, water adventures, adventures, water adventures. adventures.
1: Let's go! That's yeah. 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 Pretty much that, yeah. That's Hard approved. Yeah, that's but- very good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so we we're thinking that they should, they need to have a. Uh, it has been be an adventure um, in the water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ideally, with a treasure that's underwater, so okay. there has to be a, yeah. a going underwater to get it, and it should be a boat that has a vessel that has a name.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they and and they all have to have like monster, underwater monsters. Could have underwater monsters. Okay. Or like, a, like bones of dinosaurs that come to life. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it's just getting, to getting life. very, very specific. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things could happen.
1: And like... like but definitely those. Mo- but they all have to have like a treasure chest underwater.
0: They're trying to find it. The treasure oh. chest underwater. They're trying to find it. Sure, that's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. You know. A water adventure. A water adventure. So, uh, swimming pools are out? Swimming pools? Maybe. Could you have a water adventure in a swimming pool? It's a, it's
1: no, ex- explicitly
0: not, maritime, is what he's saying. Bones, bones of dinosaurs. There's not giant... John, there's no giant bones of dinosaurs <laughs> well, in swimming pools. Well, we'll see I about that. The once, actually, the once there was.
1: And once... Well, uh, once... Grandma saw a hammerhead shark in a swimming pool.
0: Grandma saw a hammerhead shark in a swimming pool. So really? maybe swimming pools are Kinda. are are back on. Okay. Back
1: on. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, do you wanna hear uh you wanna hear some book recommendations? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I read, uh, perhaps you have too, Elisa Gabbert's new collection of essays. I have it. Uh, the word "pretty" on Black Ocean. Very good. It's a really good book. Yeah. And the one size book. Looking forward to her big press book. There's something about this f- this format of writing and the form, the physical form of the book that I find enormously appealing. It's a bunch yeah. of sh- uh, short essays. Um, I'm sure you've read a bunch of them online, but. Um, often about books and other mm-hmm. forms of art and culture, but also about her life and her kind of personal interface with the things that she reads and writes and thinks about. Um, it's uh, intellectual without being opaque, and uh, I I love that. Oh yeah. no! It's and the not book is silly. the book is so beautiful, and it, goes, yeah. it fits right in your back pocket. So yeah, that's very cool. And uh, um. I read a book, uh, a graphic novel called Sabrina by uh, Nick Donasso. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It's about a a woman who disappears and the repercussions of this disappearance. So it's pretty quickly revealed to be a a murder. Um, And it's just the shock waves that this sends over a collection of people who know her. Has unexpected and sad consequences for, for the people around her. Um, it's really good. It's in this sort of de- uh, sort of de- deliberately um, primitive drawing style, but it's sort of visually the the look of a whole page is very sophisticated and uh, and compelling. Oh, and the writing is great, so I recommend. This is excellent. Also, I'm about halfway through the new Haruki Murakami, and i I have some thoughts about him. Uh, what's the new one? It's called Killing Commendatory, right? I, I, you have some I, thoughts about it. His, his particular his particular perviness makes me very uncomfortable. I I I, I did not like one Q eighty four for this reason. He's just really preoccupied with um, teen and adolescent young women. Um. In in this kind of faux innocent way that uh, is a little gross, yeah. But at the same time, I find yeah. th- I find the other aspects of this book really compelling. So he's also the, he does this thing where he just repeats the same facts over and over again. He keeps reminding you of stuff that you already know, yeah. or talking about things as though he's talking about them for the first time when he's actually mentioning them for the fifth time. And I I don't really I don't know how deliberate this is you it's some of his translation I don't know I mean maybe this kind of maybe in the Japanese it comes off as a kind of refrain or like deliberate recapitulation but mm-hmm. in the really straightforward English into which he's typically translated it just seems like editorial error um, but I I mean he's you know he's a fluent speaker of English he's uh, involved in some oh, yeah, degree, yeah, in yeah, his yeah, own yeah. translation yeah. so I he ought to know how it comes off. So I guess. At this it's, point.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point.
1: Yeah. So Maybe. I don't know. He's he. I was think I was talking about him on with some people on Twitter and decided that the writer he's most akin to is Stephen King, which is like mm-hmm. bro, broad appeal, kind of repetitive, repetitive, avuncular, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and a little repetitive li- and avuncular. Yeah. A little pervy. Mm hmm.
0: Repetitive and avuncular Stephen King. Yeah. Have I sung my new my song, my uh, Fast and Accurate song for you? <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> fast and Accurate Verna Brown? No, no. Do you remember Verna Brown? It, w- is it she the, was the, the typing in Missoula. She had an ad and it was always in the Kaiman and the Missouli, and it yep. was Fast and Accurate Verna Brown. Yeah. And I, I uh, carried that. I tore that out of the paper and I carried it around for years. And I finally wrote a song about fast and accurate Verna Brown, which my bluegrass band is doing. Ah, great! And, and we're going. We're going to record. Um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much of it because it, it has it's it's done as a jingle. So it starts out with uh, um, with sort of a chiming guitar and then an acapella um, like radio jingle and then into the the song. Um, I'll have to. Uh, uh, I want, you, I want you to hear it as as a uh, in its its fullest
1: when uh, when's the session
0: mm, over break
1: i uh, I did a song um uh years ago back when I owned property uh we used to get the tax bills quarterly or annually or twice annually or annually or something like that and there would be, the return address would be the address of the tax office, but the person to whom, from whom it was coming, to whom the payment would be addressed was mm-hmm. Bambi Avery, receiver mm-hmm. of taxes.
0: <laughs>
1: Bambi Avery,
0: receiver yeah. of taxes. Yeah, and
1: I actually wrote it, I'll, I'll send it to you, I recorded it. I want to a, that, yeah. Yeah.
0: But one, one verse is... Um... I never learned to read. I never learned to write. But with Verna Brown, it was love at first sight. <laughs> Men and women slowly come to grips. She loves to type manuscripts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That. That's good. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna quote uh, uh, Bambi Avery to you, but I, I don't have them. I think the lyrics are in a notebook somewhere. So. Maybe I'll, I'll post the song somewhere for people to hear. I can't wait to hear it. Well, when you're, when yours is done, yeah. I'll, I'll put up mine at the same okay. time. Okay, very good.
0: Um, one other book, wreck Yeah. Um, this book's not out for another month or two, although it seems to be out and about. Um, a friend of mine, Sophia Shelnaev, the um, book's called uh, Mother Winter. Okay. It's a memoir. Uh, immigrant from... Leningrad, uh, New York, weird life. Uh, you know, uh, vivid writing, strange paragraphs. I, li- I like Great. the the story, which is a you know feminist motherhood story, uh, but uh, uh, vivid, uh, violent paragraphs.
1: Wow! Wait, uh, what, what makes it? What makes them violent?
0: Um. Way they the way they stop and start the way they, they intertwine sort of big jumps between them um, a, a style that, that sort of uh, uh, an, a- an athletic style I guess you, mm-hmm. you read it and you are um, uh, sort of galloping to keep up in a uh, uh, in a pleasant way you know um, like a, a like a conversation with somebody who's talking very fast
1: and engagedly. All right, I like
0: and, it. And and confidently. I mean, it's, it's it's a really good book.
1: Great. It's and it's uh yeah. it's out or is it about to come out? Well, I was
0: just looking. I was just looking on Amazon.
1: It says oh, February f- February 12th. So you have a but, you have a galley. And I, I read it. Um
0: yeah, I read a galley, but I thought I thought it was already I thought it was already out in a boot. I guess yeah. it's not. Pretty cover, too. Nice cover. Yeah.
1: Well, good. Um, I take it you're you're about to scoot then? Got to go to the Cinnamon Bear cruise. Sure you do. Got to wake up Jill first, I think. <laughs> sleeping in. It was, it was kind of you to, uh, kind of you to, uh, to let her slumber.
0: <laughs> Kindness is perhaps my greatest virtue. <laughs> Second only to my humility. Are you hungry for love? Well then
1: let's have lunch Do you want some lunch? Well then we'll give you some lunch Do you have a hankering for lunch? Well then come to lunch Cause it's time for lunch Box with Ed and John. That's right It's time for lunch Box with Ed and John.